Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 617-266-6868. 617-266-6868. This is Sandy Shack sitting in for Jeff Cooner. Our last caller, Barbara, uh, brought this up. The black community is not... Uh, turning out for president biden this time around minority voters um are not supporting biden the democratic party is uh pretty shocked by this about this showing along with the fact that you know they have been unable to destroy donald trump the fact that they're losing minority support is uh, a big conundrum to them in the past all they had to do was call the republicans or trump you know racists and people believe them uh, but not so much anymore, uh, because I think, you know, people are actually looking around and seeing what's going on and, and trusting their own personal experience in their eyes and not some some story that's being told to them on uh, cable news. Although uh, President Biden did give it uh, another shot when he was in Florida this weekend. Climate change was not the only uh, political uh, issue President Biden tried to use Florida for. On Saturday, um, he he made an attempt to chin up racism while he was there. He felt compelled while standing in, you know, the hurricane wreckage um, to bring up the Jacksonville shooter who fatally shot black people in absolutely what was a racially motivated uh, crime. Um, This is him. Cut 16, please. Mike. Cut 16, please. Before I conclude, as I'm about to head back north, I want to say a word to the people of Jacksonville, Florida, on a different subject. We're still reeling from the shooting rampage near Edward Waters University and HBCU last weekend. A terrorist act driven by racial hatred and animus. Our hearts are with you those of you who are affected and all your families. A terrorist act, as I said, driven by hatred and animus. Seemed to lose his place there, didn't he, for a moment? Had to repeat himself because he got confused. Uh, but he wasn't through. Cut 16A, please, Mike. And ladies and gentlemen, let me say this clearly. Hate will not prevail in America. Hate will not prevail in America. Racism will not prevail in America. Domestic terrorism will not prevail in America. And to make it real clear, silence on this issue, both public and private, from the private sector, silence is complicity. We must not, we will not remain silent. I'll have much more to say about that later, but I didn't want to mention it while I was here. Got to get that in. While I'm standing in Florida, can we all agree that it was a horrific crime in Jacksonville? But was it appropriate uh, to highlight that while standing in hurricane wreckage on Saturday? Uh, what is to be gained, you know, by doing that? 
Um, could it be that he's, you know, concerned that his minority support is waning? Could it be because he is is trying to tie Florida to racism, to tie DeSantis to racism, to try Trump and conservatives to racism? Wasn't that the point of why he did it? That that old standby that the Democrats have used in the past? Nancy Pelosi, who was on Bloomberg, I did the same thing over the weekend and uh, with a little bit of a finer touch. Cut 28, please. He's so popular with the voters. Well, he's popular among his his group. Are you surprised at how popular he is? With well, I'm never surprised. Them? It's not a word I use. I, I just don't you, use right. It's, it's interesting to see how there's a certain element of the population who will just go for him. They're people we would probably never get. They don't share our values in terms of respect for the dignity and worth of every person and the rest. But there are some who are supporting him who are just afraid. They don't see a place for their families in the future. They're concerned about globalization. They're concerned about immigration. They're concerned about innovation. They're concerned about diversity, women, minorities, LGBTQ, other people coming into the leadership arena, and they, um, and and that's to be respected. That's to be respected, but she's what she called Trump supporters, a certain element of people who do not respect the dignity and worth of every person. In other words, that's that's a dog whistle for racist, not a dog whistle. That's actually an AKA, another description of racist. So that's what she says. Trump attacks racism, you know, attracts race, attracts racism, racists. Um, so this is the my, this is what they're trying to put out there so that no self-respecting minority person will support Trump or the Republican Party because they're racists, you know. And the mainstream media is, of course, trying to help with that endeavor. Uh, and I'm sure you all heard the story or have seen it in some form over the weekend about the Nazis marching in Florida. Um, over the weekend, they took over a bridge uh, to to protest whatever it is they were protesting. And there are tons of stories about the Nazis in Florida over the weekend, except this. This is really interesting. I don't know if you're aware of this, but the leader of this group of Nazis that are called the Blood Tribe, the leader of them is a guy named Christopher Polhouse. He was asked standing on the bridge with this Nazi group who he was voting for. Guess what he said? You don't. I, you know, I'm just going to play. It. You have to take my word for it because I wouldn't expect you to. I'm going to play it for you. This is who he is supporting. Cut twenty two. Christopher, there's a presidential race going on right now. Are you going to vote in 2024? What do you think is going to happen? With my those? vote is useless. I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. He's a Biden supporter. The head of the Nazi group marching in Florida over the weekend is a Biden supporter. Have you seen that anywhere on mainstream media? ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN. Have you seen it anywhere in the Washington Post, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, um, any of these Newspapers, have you heard it on any local radio news programs or local television programs? The head of the Nazi group, which got a lot of coverage, is a Biden supporter. If he had said he supported Trump, it would be on an endless loop on every single news outlet 
around you. Every single one. So I, I this is an example of the manipulation of the of the media and how they're trying to give you misinformation and trick you into voting for who they want you to vote for. We'll be right back. The number is 617-266-6868-617-266-6868. This is Sandy Shack. This is the Kuna Report. The mainstream media, the Democratic Party um, are pretty PO'd. Uh, because their uh, carefully constructed narrative that Trump is a racist felon is not suppressing his support. Meanwhile, uh, their chosen candidate, uh, President Biden, is no longer being taken at face value. And uh, his support is waning. Does any of this surprise you? Because it is shocking them. Let's go to Charlie in Bridgewater. Charlie, welcome to WRKO. How are you, sir? Is not suppressing to Sissy in Medford. Sissy, welcome to WRKO. How are you? Uh, very well this morning. Uh, I just am going to go off topic for a minute because it's seasonal. This is the beginning of the school year, and I would like to bring to light that the, our most precious children, and I'm also the daughter of immigrants who went to public education, or I went to parochial education because that was in our parish, and that's where they sent us. And the problem that I have is I have a large family who have all gone to public schools. But what I have found, and I didn't know anything about meetings, never been to any, but I decided to go. They are the most interesting thing. You have to sit there and listen. And you get to know the players. It's like knowing the people who are going to be running for office ahead of time. So you know who voted for what that impacts your child's education, which is the most valuable gift that you're giving them. Okay. I think what happens now is that all school committee meetings and all public meetings of of city council and whatever it is have to be announced publicly because there is an open meeting law that's mandated by the state that they can't go into a room. They used to meet in houses years ago. Yeah. And they were friends and they got elected and they got what they wanted, but nobody could say anything. Now it has to be publicized in your town hall or your city hall, and you can find out when. And my suggestion is that that, other than the jobs of the parents, affect your children most is their education. And what you need to do is go in twos, two women, two, two family members, two, yeah. to uh, go to the meetings and listen. Put your phone on if need, if need be. Take your, because uh, they, they have somebody, t- secretary writing it. They probably update it now. I haven't been in years. But I'm just saying they write down, and you write down who did what and what they said, and you need to spread it because that is the thing that affects your child mostly, in, and especially at this time of influx of thousands of children that are putting in, are going to be in public education and they're going to get the services that they need and the education, but it's going to be more difficult because your children are going to suffer. But you have to know what they're teaching if you okay, don't want. Okay, Susie. Well, okay, I take a take a breath here. I mean, I've let you go on for for a little bit. So what you're saying basically is um, people need to get involved, and why not start at the school level, uh, which really involves uh, your children and is the easy and these people 
who are on your school committees and so forth are also future office holders in, in your community and perhaps in your state. Is that correct? Well, they voted. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And yeah, and find out how they voted. Sure. Okay. Um, I don't have that. Uh, that makes sense to me. And I don't think it's that far afield from what we're talking about. Um, let me ask you, because uh, I think it's, I think forewarned is forearmed. I think you're right, Sissy, in that if you go and discover uh, who these people are based upon their record and you've actually witnessed it, or been part of the process earlier on, it's a lot easier to make your decision based upon real knowledge and not upon, you know, hearsay or misinformation that somebody gives you. Um, And I think in a lot of cases on the statewide level, congressmen, you know, city councilors, even senators and governor, um, I think to watch somebody's career that you saw early on and be forewarned about somebody is, is a very smart thing. And misinformation would not go as far. I think if people were, were, were more, you know, they would recognize a lie as soon as they see it. I mean, we're recognizing them now, um, but I think we we would have come to that point a lot earlier um, if more people had done what, what you suggest. In regard to what we're talking about now, Sissy, um, are you surprised that the Democrat mainstream media narrative is not working to undermine Mr. Trump? Surprised at all, because as a daughter of immigrants, I saw them use my parents, but we did not know anything. What they do is they do something for you. They get a job or they tell you this, do, and you help in the campaign. And there's a payback. And the rest of us don't know about it, but their friends get the payback. And what I am saying is you have to know who and what the person you're voting for believes in, whether it's school committee or whether it's in town hall or whether it's yeah, no you you've made your point you, you made your point very well let me ask you um sissy uh, if donald trump is convicted um would you still vote for him absolutely mm. well, i nope. i think that you're in the majority i think that nikki haley uh, when she said over the weekend that she didn't think that if he was convicted donald trump uh could be elected is all wet i like nikki haley but i think that she um, completely misunderstands the the support for, for President Trump. Thank you for the call, Sissy. I appreciate it very much. Let's go to Joe in Acton. Joe, welcome to WRKO. How are you? Hi, Sandy. Yeah, I think this is, uh, I didn't see this yet. Uh, this uh, Nazi leader is in Florida? Yeah. This happened, yeah, but this makes comp- perfect sense because, um, well, I mean, the media. Well, Nazis won't agree are socialists, with me. basically. Um, underneath it all, they really are, and so is Biden. So there you go. <laughs> you know, tell you what you know. I think is going on because I don't. I'm I'm in neither the the Fox, nor the RKO, nor the NBC, NMS, MSNBC, nor the CNN. I'm nowhere in any of those media. I watch them all, but I have my own opinion. And look. And I differ completely on Ukraine with what the narrative is on both most of the media. And it's natural that you go with Biden because Biden, of course, is wants to give weapons and money to Ukraine. 
the Nazis want that because the Azov Battalion is one of the main reasons why Putin has gone in. Uh, and of course, the government in Ukraine, you know, it's a puppet government. It was put there back in 2014, most likely by our CIA, as our CIA has been doing since the 70s and even earlier. And because of that, I think the Nazis are right in line with Zelensky. It's not a very free society there. Uh, certain parties are out, uh, outlawed, and we're on the wrong side. And, uh, well, we shouldn't be on the other side either. I mean, Putin is a monster. But uh, now Trump, of course, you know, wants to stop the Ukraine war. He wants mm -hmm. to stop, and he probably wants to make a deal which will give most of that Russian-speaking, Russian-oriented uh, part of Ukraine uh, have been the victims of these Nazis in the, in, in the West. And these Nazis have been there, of course, for a long time. They weren't punished back in World War II. Uh, there's a lot of evidence of that. So it's completely natural they'll go with Biden just because he will, uh, he will feed the money to Ukraine, and that's what they want. Yeah, I agree with you. That is what they want. So, but I was I was quite surprised. First of all, that he that uh, we're talking about uh, the Nazis that that um, marched in Florida over the weekend, and everybody's seen the stories because everybody carried the stories. And I was just pointing out um, in the last segment that one of the things they did not point out in these stories that they carried is that the leader of the Nazi group uh, is a Biden supporter and said point blank on the bridge he's a Biden supporter. I haven't seen that anywhere. Um, you know, and if, if the positions were reversed, if he had said he supported Donald Trump, it would be, it, there'd be, there'd be skywriters with that information going through, going through, uh, over and, and there'd be Chiron banners going across the bottom of cable news screens, Joe, I think. Um, so it was just another example to me of the manipulation of the media, uh, how they think we're stupid how they think that we will do what they tell us to, that we won't look behind or beyond anything that they say to discover whether what they're saying is true or not. And I think at this point in time, they've destroyed their credibility. Um, I don't believe a word that I hear on on cable news anymore or, or network news or even some local news. Um, not all local news, but some. And the point is that uh, I think a lot of people feel the same way that I do so that we're now looking into everything that's said. Does that describe you, Joe? Oh, look, I, well, I'm saying something else. What I'm saying is that we're not informed about what's really going on in Europe and what's really going on. No, in you Ukraine. made that point, Joe. What I'm, what I'm asking is a different question. I'm asking you, you know, does it basically do you, are you now suspicious of all the news? And do you always look into what's going on? That's my question to you. Well, my my answer is I'm ob obviously don't trust any one source of media. Some I trust more than others. Mm -hmm. But my my point is that in general, we're on we're on the wrong side here when we just think Ukraine is good. No, I Russia know, but I'm not I'm not doing a Ukraine show to be honest with you, Joe, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm up against a break and I don't have a choice. This is not about Ukraine. This is about misrepresentation of the news, basically. So thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. We'll be right back. 617-266-6868. 617-266-6868. 
617-266-6868 is the number the mainstream media wants you to believe whatever they tell you wholesale without question they want you to believe trump is a felon they want you to believe that conservatives and the republican party are racists they want you to believe that uh, biden is is perfectly healthy and feels your pain and is in fact the second coming of Jesus Christ. The economy is doing great. Everything's doing great under his, under him, his helmsmanship. In essence, they will tell you anything, including an out and out lie to lead you to their political position, to have you buy their story. Um, in regard to the Nazis on the bridge in Florida, they lied by omission. Um, because they didn't include the fact that he was a Biden supporter in their stories. None of them did. And I'm not making it up. I'm going to play it again because some people are like, no, you, you, that can't be right. Cut 22, please. Christopher, there's a presidential race going on right now. Are you going to vote in 2024? What do you think is going to happen? With My vote this? is useless. I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. So that was uh, that was the leader of the blood tribe, which is the group of Nazis holding this bridge in Florida over the weekend. His name is Christopher Polhouse, and he's a Biden supporter. But you didn't see that anywhere, did you? Nowhere. That's a lie by omission. And that may be Jesuitical of me to to approach it that way, but that's what I think. And it's just one more lie in a seemingly endless you know litany of lies that come from both the media, the mainstream media. And from President Biden and the Biden administration, they lie like rugs. In particular, President Biden is just, you know, given the choice of telling a lie or telling the truth, President Biden lies. I mean, it's just like he can't help himself. What is that illness uh, that, you know, it's the psychological logica fantastica when you, you can't help but lie? I, I think he's got it. I mean, just this past week, there was, um, he was, or last week, I think it was, he was talking to, on the on the anniversary of the March on Washington, he was lying about the fact that he convinced Strom Thurmond to vote for the Civil Rights Act. We have it. Cut 44, please. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pause for just a moment. I thought things had changed. I was able to literally, not figuratively, talk Strom Thurmond into voting for the, for the Civil Rights Act before he died. And I thought, well, maybe there's real progress. But hate never dies. It just hides. It hides under the rocks. Really? He convinced Strom Thurmond to vote for the Civil Rights Act? I, the Civil Rights Act was packed, passed in 1964, and Strom Thurmond did not vote for it. Not only that, but in 1957, when it had come up before, he led the filibuster against it. He never voted for the Civil Rights Act. And in 1964, Joe Biden was in college, never even met Strom Thurmond. I mean, that's a useless, easily uh, detectable lie. 
And he just can't seem to help himself. And of course, let's not forget about the big one, the big lie that we're all concerned about now as we go through the multiple emails that we we're discovering uh, from the president uh, that he had nothing to do with his son's business. Cut number 40, please. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. What you None of that Vice is true. He made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, that is simply and various not other places. True. Wow. The president is now up to his neck in lies, which have been exposed by a treasure trove of emails in Hunter Biden's laptop and in the National Archives. Um, on Wednesday, America First Legal revealed they obtained over 1,000 emails between Rosemont Seneca and the office of the vice president at the time, which was Joe Biden, um, from the National Archives uh, via uh, a lawsuit. And here's the thing. They didn't get them all because over 200 um, were protected by Joe Biden's assertion of executive privilege because he said the release would disclose confidential advice between the president and his advisors or between his advisors. Uh, wow. Can we just stop for a second and look at that? And then we'll go back to our conversation about the hypocrisy uh, of that action. Remember, I want you to remember that the Biden White House worked directly with the Justice Department and the National Archives to facilitate the investigation into Donald Trump's handling of documents. And and Joe Biden's spokes uh, people have repeatedly claimed that he had no knowledge of the raid and that he found out about the Mar-a-Lago raid in the media. Um, but we've discovered through memos now that the Biden White House instigated the criminal investigation by eliminating Trump's claim to executive privilege. So he's claiming executive privilege now on 200 of the emails that the National Archives has that are written under false names or pen names or whatever that you want to call them involving this 200 of them are protected. Uh, but we happen to get about a thousand others, uh, but they're protected by executive privilege, which he would not let Donald Trump claim. Can you get any more duplicitous than this? And this is what the mainstream media does not want you to see. Basically, Charlie in Bridgewater. Welcome to WRKO. How are you, Charlie? How you doing? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello? Yep, I can hear you. Hey, I got. I got a. I'm actually in the uh, playground right now with my granddaughter. Oh. Um, want to answer your question for you about Trump being reelected, but I want to throw a little twist into this. Has anybody thought about um, Biden bowing out of this whole election in August of next year? And Trump also doing the same thing. And the main reason I'm saying that is because if Biden bows out next year, they'll have no time, that being the Republicans, will have no time to get information on his successor, whoever that might be. Yeah, but you just can't have a successor. If you're nominated, you have to go through the nomination. I mean, it would be too late. You just can't you just can't pick somebody to, to replace him. Well, let's say he becomes mentally incapacitated to do his job, and he now bows out saying, like he already did. Remember he said that if, if I become ill and can't perform my job as, as, as the president, I will automatically remove myself from the office of presidency. 
at so that let's... point, it's kind of too late. The election would go forward with him on the ballot, and then you deal with if he won, you would deal with that afterwards. That is my understanding of it. I could be completely wrong, Charlie, but my understanding of it is that it's too late at that point. If he's the nominee, he's the nominee, and the election goes forward. So they wouldn't be able to jump somebody into that position because of a mental or health condition. No, and then if he if he won, then you'd have to have him replaced, but you just can't replace him, pick somebody. Do it? I'm sorry? You, no, the, the Senate, the, the Congress would have to pick somebody. So Congress would have to pick somebody for as a Democratic hopeful to come in his place? As president. As president? Yeah. Because I'm if you don't myself, have a vice president, and you know, and I don't know what would happen at that point, if if you just have him and he says no, I mean he's sick and has to be removed, then it's the it's the it's Congress that's going to. You can have somebody um, pro tem in temporarily, but Congress would pick the the replacement. Oof, that's worse than I thought. I thought for sure that. They throw another Democrat in there, but not give us enough time to actually do the research. On I, d- I don't, you know what? Court. I'm going to have to do some research on this, Charlie, because you've raised a really fascinating question to me. Seriously, I don't think it's possible, but I, I need to find out for sure because I don't think anybody's. I've never been asked that question before, and I think it's. I think it's really interesting. But I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. I'm saying to myself, geez, if they throw a Dem in there at the last minute. But they That's have to be—they'd have to be nominated. They just can't pick somebody. Do you see what I mean? It has to be—you have to go through a nomination process, and so there's a problem with that. And the and the election date is constitutionally mandated, so you know you'd have to—you'd have to do some scrambling on the Democratic side. You just can't decide. Okay, you know what? Screw it. Let's put Bernie Sanders in there. That doesn't—they can't do that. Um, so you'd have to have—you'd have to have a, a nomination process. Um, and that's according to their own rules. And so um, I don't know what would happen. I think it's I think it's really, really interesting. The other question I had, and I'll, that, that question you were asking is Donald Trump gets convicted, okay? Yeah. If it's considered conviction, you know, it's, it's a little court here. Um, would I vote for him? Yes, because it's a phony, a phony, phony conviction. Yeah. But the long and short of it is, could he still be a president if he's convicted? Yeah, he can. Um, the 14th, now the Democrats are doing all this about screaming about the 14th Amendment and he can't be a, you know, first of all, there's so many problems with that. It's not even funny. It's it's garbage when they tell you that the 14th Amendment can keep, uh, pre- it's another one of those cases of lying through their teeth. Um, the 14th Amendment says that if he is convicted of sedition, then he could be kept from, uh, kept from uh, holding office uh, or running for president. But here's the thing. He's not been charged with sedition. None of the indictments against him are sedition. So none of these indictments trigger the 14th Amendment, not a single one of them. So and the 14th Amendment does not bar you for conviction. It bars you for conviction of sedition specifically. They have to get him on sedition before they can throw him out of office. Yeah. Or stop him from running. Well, I'll stop him from running. One of the two. Yeah. This is getting more convoluted than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but you have Jamie Raskin going out there, Congressman Raskin from Maryland going out there and going, well, the 14th Amendment obviously keeps him from. No, it doesn't. It, it, first of all, it has to be sedition. Specifically, the Constitution absolutely specifically enumerates sedition as the reason. And 
he has not been charged with sedition. He's charged with election interference. He's charged with, he's not charged with sedition. So unless somebody comes out and maybe they'll figure that out and charge him with sedition, I think the reason why they never did and they haven't is because there's no grounds for it. Um, and there's no grounds for anything that they did. But in particular, they're, they're, they're just, it's too far of a stretch for sedition. That's my, that's my guess. But, but uh, you know, who knows what they're going to come up with. But yeah, the 14th Amendment does not apply to Trump um, it, it currently. Um, whether they try to make it apply by bringing further charges, amending a complaint, amending something, I don't know. Um, but as it stands now, he's not even charged with sedition, so how can he be convicted of it? Well, just, just a little angle into it. Let's say Trump decides he doesn't want to get elected as president. He decides to walk away from this, okay? Yeah. Mainly because of his business or whatever, okay? Yeah. Who would he push to his position would it be Vivek you know I I don't know I don't know who he would push and and it's you know and he would do it before the Republican convention because like I said you need that nomination process I wouldn't be surprised if it was RFK Jr. Wow you know because he he and R yeah because he and RFK Jr. because if Biden's the nomination. RFK Jr. could become an independent or a Republican for the sake of nomination. He and and Trump have maintained a very cordial um, response to each other in the past few months. Neither one of them has ripped the other one. Neither one. And they've dealt with each other with mutual respect. They agree on a a number of issues. Now, RFK Jr. absolutely is a progressive Democrat, but he's not a progressive Democrat on all issues across the board. He's very much a libertarian on quite a few issues. And then you have specific things that I don't agree with him at all on. But I will tell you this. He is thoughtful. He works hard and he doesn't believe in ripping his opponents. And I think that resonates really well. And it certainly has resonated well with um, uh, with uh, Donald Trump. And we discussed this last week when Jeff was here. I would not be surprised if RFK Jr. Um, was was um, and, and he's not he has said he doesn't want it, uh, but he's still going for his own party's nomination um, that he would be a running mate for Donald Trump, because I think that would be a very powerful ticket. Wow. Well, I got I know you're filling it for the Kuna man. Uh, throw it at the Kuna man. See if he can come up with an answer. Absolutely, I will. Absolutely, I will do that, Charlie. I'm going to do my own research too because I I'm now very intrigued by the whole question. So I'm I'm going to do some serious research and look it up. Thank you so much for for your call. Excellent call. Thank you very very much. I appreciate it. Let's go to Diane in Woburn. Diane, welcome to WRKO. How are you? Good. How are you this morning? I'm fine, Diane. So, so let me ask you: Are you are you surprised at the manipulations of the media? And would you vote for Donald Trump if he were convicted? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, I would. Um, what I was saying earlier was, um, my boyfriend is a Biden supporter, and I'm a Trump supporter. So we do clash in that area, mm-hmm. but. Um, Everything that he used to say about Trump, all these bad things, that he was a rapist and, and, and a racist and all this and that, and he could never back up what he would say. And I'm like, where are you hearing all this? And, and he listens to only CNN. Hmm. So I made him listen to Jeff Cooner in the morning. I made him listen to WRKO. I made him 
um, watch Fox News. And he started seeing the other side of it. And I would always back up with facts. Every time he tried to say something bad about Trump, I would back it up and show him. And it took a little while, but um, he he told me if he ever knew about the laptop, he would never have voted for Biden. But he, it, he didn't it know what he was listening to. He, he didn't, didn't know, know. Diane? He had okay. no yeah. idea. And he said, I wish I'd known that because I would have never voted to him. He goes, I probably just wouldn't have voted at all. But now what's going on and the way they are treating Trump, he goes, I still don't like the guy. He goes, but I'd vote for him because I'm embarrassed what the Democrats are doing to him. He goes, this is completely wrong. And and he still watches CNN. He'll still watch both sides because I'll make them. Yeah. And he sees the manipulation. He sees it now. And he's like, I, I just wish I realized this earlier. I think and, one of the um, things, Diane, that the, that both the Democratic Party and the people who carry water for them, the mainstream media, have overlooked is that America, and, and you know, tell me if you think I'm wrong, um, Americans have a very deeply ingrained sense of fair play. And it's it's one of the reasons why we were so outraged at the bombing of Pearl Harbor, because it was a sneak attack. I mean, we would have been outraged anyway because Americans were killed. But I'm just saying the fact that it was a sneak attack is one of the things that galvanized um, Americans. Americans don't like cheating. They don't like um, any sense of bullying or any sense that something is not fair. And what they're doing with Donald Trump is being perceived, I think, by more and more people as just out and out unfair. Um, they're going after somebody just because he's he's a an, an opponent um, to President Biden. And I think even Americans who did not li- don't like President Trump and who would not normal, normally vote for him are so outraged by this violation of our sense of fair play that they are. Uh, switching sides and supporting Trump, even whether they don't like him that much or not, they still don't want to support somebody who would do something like that to him. I think that's an explanation for why his numbers aren't aren't waning. They're, in fact, growing. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly how my boyfriend feels. He, he's like, I can't believe what they're doing to him. It, it, like you said, I, I'm not crazy about the guy, he says, but it's very unfair what they're doing to him. He still listens to CNN, and but he'll still listen to Fox and WRKO. He sees the manipulation going on and, and how unfairly he's being treated. And he's, he, he's pissed. He's pissed. And he's embarrassed that, that he's even a Democrat. So I think a lot of people are feeling that way. Even some of the other friends that are Democrats, they feel the same way, too. Now, hopefully they feel bad Uh, enough that they vote for for the uh, President Trump if he's the nominee. And I can't imagine that he won't be at this point in time Um, and not for for um, President Biden. But it's really interesting to me that more and more people. And it, what's really interesting is that the elitists, which are, you know, the George Stephanopoulos of this world, the Donna Brazils of this world, um, are shocked that we don't just take their word for things anymore and that we do exactly what your boyfriend is doing. And that is, you know, look at the other side and go, yeah, no, no, something's wrong here. And then a lot of people, if they can't, if they can't 
figure out what the truth is between somewhere between the two Fox and Newsmax and CNN and MSNBC do their own research now, which I think is tremendous. I'm a big proponent of that. I look up freaking everything that, you know, I, 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 I'll read a, if I read a poll. I look to see who paid for the poll and then I go and find, you know, look up more information on that to see what the truth of the matter. I mean, that's what you have to, it's a lot of work. Um, make no mistake about it, but I think in the end it's worth it, especially in these days and times when we are just being fed complete, um, complete and utter lies, you know, by the media. You can't trust. There was a time back in the day, I guess it's before my time, but, you know, I guess the whole world trusted Walter Cronkite and those days are gone. You know, we don't have anybody that we can trust like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it happened with my daughter who was in college just before Trump became president, she didn't like him only because of what she heard in college and what she saw on social media, all these bad things about him. And, and I made her watch a Trump rally over and over again. I made her watch Fox news and other things. I wanted her to see both sides and, and she saw it and she saw it. And she's like, you know what, mom, I'm going to vote for Trump. And she did. She voted for him. And it was, and she got a couple other friends too to see the other side. Well, you know, so it, yeah. it is, they are influenced by what they see. The media lies, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm glad a lot of this stuff is coming out. Maybe this needed to happen to Trump. Maybe this needed to get out there for everybody to open their eyes and see what's really going on. You're looking for the silver lining there, Diane, huh? Maybe this, maybe this good that can come out of this. I hope, I hope that that's how uh, President Trump is looking at it because, uh, wow, what he and his family have gone through. But I think in the end, if all of this is exposed and um, the, the Biden Hydra is put to rest, then maybe it was worth it. Um, it certainly was, would have been worth it from our perspective, but I hope he thinks it's worth it too. Thank you so much for the call, Diane. Um, I appreciate it very much. Yeah, a lot of people are now seeing through the pack of lies that we've been fed uh, by the, by the uh, administration, by the mainstream media. And the funny thing about all of it is they are so surprised that nobody takes their word at it anymore. They are so shocked. Uh, uh, George Stephanopoulos and Donna Brazil made that perfectly clear over the weekend. We'll be right back. The number here is 617-266-6868. 617-266-6868. When a caller drops off, it means a line is opened up for you. I'm Sandy Shack. This is the Kona Report. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.